To support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. $35 or more gets you free shipping. That's pbandjoey.com for more information. pbandjoey.com. Hey, everyone. Here's a great way to support this website and make money for yourself. This is Robinhood, the app that makes investing easier and offers more ways to make your money work harder. Their goal? Investing in financial markets more affordable, more intuitive, and more fun, no matter how much experience you have or don't have. Keep a broker in your back pocket. Everything you need to manage your assets and all available in a single app. Set up customized news and notifications to stay on top of your assets as casually or as relentlessly as you like. Controlling the flow of info is up to you. Have access to stocks, funds, options, cash management, and cryptocurrency. Make unlimited commission-free trades in stocks, funds, and options with Robinhood Financial. The same goes for buying and selling cryptocurrencies with Robinhood Crypto and zero commission fees. Also introducing cash management. Invest, spend, and earn all through your brokerage account. Secure a spot on the waitlist and reserve your card. Here's what I want you to do. Go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate and when you click on the referral banner and securely sign up either using your Android, Apple device, or desktop, you get a share of stock value between $3 and $150 after funding your account. That's all you got to do. You get a free stock. I get a free stock. We all win. Trading terms and conditions still apply. See Robinhood.com for more information. Once again, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate, click on the Robinhood referral banner, and claim your free stock. Robinhood, it's time to do money. We interrupt this program to bring you another important... Oh, fuck it, who cares? Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com, streaming live from the Spare Parts Studio. See what happens when I try to get creative. I just screw it all up. <sighs> it's cold out. It's really cold out. You can tell by my... I'm wearing like nine scarves today. Because I refuse to turn the heat on. Because... you know, I mean, we all had that dad that... It, well, if you had a dad. <laughs> um... We all had that, don't touch the thermostat. Whatever you do, do not touch the thermostat. That was like, I know that now. I know that now when it comes to touching, because it's like, it's a difference between like a $50 electric bill and like a $400 electric bill. It literally is that minute of a difference. It's 64 to 65 is the difference between not going out to eat once a week and there goes your college tuition. So now I'm like, and for me, it's either all or nothing. It's either I don't really drink all that much or I'm a full-blown alcoholic. That's to the extreme. But still, um, oh, maybe I should introduce a bit. This is Jay. I'm streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. You can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. Welcome to Sunday Leftovers. And for all you localites that um, are nearby, you're definitely not watching football today. That's for damn sure. For the rest of you who don't know what I'm talking about, it doesn't matter because I don't talk about sports anyways. But I'm on my fourth cup of coffee. I tried, my, my sister was having some issue with some white chocolate. She gave me this bag. Uh, this is Sunday Leftovers, by the way. So this is basically all the shit that I maybe didn't talk about on last on the normal win, Wednesday, Thursday podcast that gets just kind of cachetoried or casseroled into a Sunday mashup of, that might taste good. Let's try that in there. Let's add a little bit of mustard, a little bit of garlic. Oh, we got some leftover blueberries. Let's throw that in the pot, too, and see what happens. And this is what you get. You get um, you get this train wreck. But let me follow that 
thought to its epic conclusion because this Sunday leftovers, they're not going to be as long. These ones are supposed to be like 20, 30 minutes and out. So she gave me this giant bag of white chocolate. She was trying to melt it, but she had some complications or whatever. So I basically took all of it, added a little coconut milk, and then I just, after melting it down, I poured it into these tiny little muffin top, um, like a like a baking pan, and I just threw it in the fridge. And I figured it would harden overnight, but it didn't. It actually turned into like this thing where, it, don't get me wrong, it's cold. And if it was in maybe like a non-stick sheet or something like that, it would actually end up being like this cold, like little block of chocolate. But it never it never hardened. It never hardened. So basically, when I cut, when I go to cut it, um, it just ends up being like butter. It ends up being like white chocolate butter. So I'm like, all right, well, screw it. I mean, I'm already cutting out most of my carbs anyways. I decided to start early this year. Normally, I wait till February until I pull pretty much all the carbs out of my diet. But since I have all this white chocolate and I have an eating disorder, I said, fuck it. I'm going to take some of it. I'm going to put it in my coffee this morning and see how it works out. And it's okay. It's nothing to write home about. I mean, the coffee's great as as it always is on this podcast. But for the most part, um, it just looks like MCT oil. It is. It's just got like little, it's got like little oily chunks in there and stuff. That's about it. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. So I want to just get all this other stuff out of the way. Um, I want to talk. I want to go through my Q and A's because last I got really super preachy on last week's podcast. So I wanted to get to some of the Q and A's. Uh, I want to talk about this quick news article regarding KFC. Um, if you guys don't know, if you've never heard of KFC, it's It's called Kentucky Fried Chicken, or I think it changed to Kitchen Fresh Chicken, even though it's not really chicken, but still. Uh, I'm gonna talk about. I'm gonna talk about a news article about them really quickly, and then a tie-on article or some tie-on statistics to that article. So actually, let's jump into that first. Also, if you want to find me on social media, you can find me at Instagram, uh, at Instagram. You can find me on Instagram, at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on uh, YouTube. I switched over from Twitch to YouTubes, and YouTubes, and I made a channel just for, I said this in last week's podcast, but I'm going to say it again. Repetition is the key. Um, Practice makes perfect. I'm going, I made a whole entire brand new YouTube channel for just the podcast. So I won't be, you know, slant, and I'm taking all the clips from Instagram and Facebook, facebook.com slash POS sarcasm, taking all those clips and I'm uploading them to YouTube. So look for positive sarcasm podcast on YouTube. Uh, it's the same logo, only it says uh, podcast on it. And you'll see all the clips from the weekly shows that I put up on the social medias. If you just happen to be on there, I don't know, we'll see what happens. Get a couple extra views, see what goes. So there's that. Um, and you can also find me on facebook.com slash POS sarcasm, but I wanted to get into this KFC article. I just saw it the other day, but let me take a sip of my fourth cup of coffee today. Mm. If you have any questions or comments, of course, you can email me directly positive sarcasm at outlook.com or you can just go to my website directly and message me there. You can just message me. You just go to positive sarcasm.com slash donate the support, the support, subortion, the support button is there. The donate button is there. The, if you want a free stock from Robinhood, the Robinhood app, you can message, you can just click on the little button there, or you can just message me on the right hand side. All the information is there. You don't have to give away your life story. It's okay. Anyways, I want to get to this KFC article. I don't, do I need this? No, I don't need this. Let's move this over here. So this was regarding a KFC. I don't eat fast food any really anymore like i was getting back from i was getting back from from hiking the other day it was much warmer than it was out today and i 
you see all the places on the right hand side. Oh, there's the Wendy's. Oh, there's the McDonald's. Oh, there's the Burger King. Oh, there's the KFC, the Taco Bell, you know. And it's like, oh, all I got to do is pull over. All I need to do is pull over and I can have diarrhea for the next two days. That's all I have to do. But I'm like, I know there's a steak at home. That's all I do is just focus on driving home. It's not a matter of life or death from the moment I get into the car from the moment I get to my place. So I can literally, I can wait. It's no big deal. But KFC, but your gut really does tell your brain what to do. And thankfully, since I don't eat a lot of, well, almost no fast food and very, very little just eating out in general, I prep all my own food. My gut doesn't tell me what to fucking do for the most part, unless it's in the house. Like if there's a bag of Ritz, if there's like a box of Ritz crackers in the house, forget it. That it's getting, it's getting raided like Poland in the 1930s. So I'm not, I do my best, especially when I'm transitioning, such a weird word nowadays, transitioning over from uh from a carby from a carby winter to like almost a keto-ish high fat um summer you know there's that there's that window where there's a little bit of carbs and some chocolate and some sugars left over and obviously you can't throw it out because i don't like being wasteful so what do you do you gorge it until you get edemic or anemic edemic yeah so this is this article from Wales Online, it represents everything that's wrong in the world right here. So we're going to get to this. This is by Wales Online. The article was written by Jenny Kirk, Kirkham. Kirkham? Kirkham. KFC admits to selling chicken instead of vegan burger to vegetarians. One woman said she was... Okay. One woman said she, says she was left physically sick after returning to the restaurant for the first time in years. Coffee? Yes, please. Mmm. KFC has admitted to selling chicken to vegetarians who want to try out the new vegan burger, saying hands up, this isn't saying hands up, this isn't great. I have no idea what that means. A woman and her husband returned to the fast food chain for the first time since becoming vegetarians in order to try the vegetarian's long-awaited vegan option. But after eating most of the burger, the couple realized I'm gonna read that last part. But after the eating the most But after eating most of the burger, the couple realized the mistake, leaving them upset and ill. The woman who did not want to be identified, uh, we both told the Liverpool Echo, we both became vegetarian a few years back, so obviously hadn't been to KFC in a while. We heard about the new vegan burger, and as it is launched yesterday, we decided to give it a try. The couple chose to order from a drive-thru, uh, because instead at the window, they asked the staff member for two vegan meals. Because you know that's where I want to go. It's KFC, because I want my vegan options. The customer added, we asked for fries as a side, and we were informed they weren't vegan, so clearly it was understood what we ordered. We had the choice of beans or corn, but then we were asked if we wanted a filet or a zinger burger. I was a bit confused, but maybe that thought they were different spices, so I said filet. After receiving their order and tucking into the... Tucking into the burger. It must be a British phrase. Tucking into the burger. The woman husband raised concern over whether it was real chicken and why it was a normal chicken burger box. She said, I started searching online and people were saying they couldn't tell the difference between a real chicken, but it was realized that the mistake then. My husband had already finished his, but I threw the rest of mine away. I was physically sick after. After the incident, the pair noticed a billboard for the new menu item and saw it was supposed to be presented in a green box. The, cus- the disgusted customer added, I rang the restaurant and asked them, you de- this is definitely British, I rang the restaurant and asked them to confirm, excuse me, Wales and confirm which box it was supposed to come in. They said green, and I told them what had happened. They offered us vouchers and free burgers, but I wouldn't be willing to go back there. 
We just want other people to be aware so they can check before eating. A spokesperson for KFC issued a strong apology to the couple and said, hands up, this isn't great. Oh, that's what they're saying. Hands up. Okay. We were really sorry for what happened to these guests, so I offered them a full refund straight away and replaced end replacement vegan burgers on the house. In this instant, there was miscommunication in what was in what was ordered, but we totally understand how this is to get this right, so we'll continue to keep doing everything that we can to prevent these incidents from happening again, blah, 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 blah. Despite the quality of the new vegan burger being praised by many KFC customers, it appears the January 2 launch of their latest menu has not gone without a hitch. A number of customers across the country have faced similar problems after ordering. Bethany Hughes said she was feeling sick after biting into the burger, and she thought she was new... She thought it was the new meat-free alternative. She told Somerset Live, I've convinced colleagues that at lunch we should go to the new KFC and those of us who are vegetarians and vegans should try the new vegan burger. The box, which has a vegan sign on it, was stuck down with a sticker to the person who fulfilled it when I've had... I'm guessing in an effort to prevent the mistake that just be made, Mrs. Hughes removed the bun after biting the burger and said it was clear to see that she'd been served chicken. Okay. She was left sick after eating a KFC. Would that really make a difference what she had ordered then? First of all, what kind of... All fast food is basically genetically engineered. It's it's super cheap. It's not all meat, okay? Even when you go to like Taco Bell or you go to like McDonald's, it's 100% all beef. First of all, what quality is the beef? Number two, how much, of it, how much of it is filler? And number three, if you're getting a vegan option... Okay, cooked in a restaurant that normally focuses on poultry and and stuff like that. Really, really, you and first of all, you felt sick after eating fast food. That is a norm. That's your body telling you you're eating shit. It doesn't matter what you order from that restaurant. You're gonna feel like a piece of fucking garbage no matter what you eat. Period. So the fact is she felt sick. She hadn't visited KFC in the longest of times. So she went from eating whatever she was ordering. We'll talk about her diet in a minute. She went from uh, not eating KFC, eating vegetarian stuff for the longest time, and then she went to KFC. She went to a fast food place and ordered stuff from there. So, okay. Well, guess what? If you go like six months to a year without drinking a soda, and then you all of a sudden and then all of a sudden you pound like a full-blown sugar coke. How do you think your body's going to react? How are you actually going to feel afterwards? After actually having really healthy food for the longest time, if you decide, regardless of whether it's vegan or a regular chicken sandwich, you go back there and eat that, you're going to feel like shit anyways. You are. You're going to feel like somebody took all the contain all the everything out of the dumpster that you left out on Wednesday for the garbage people to pick up and you dumped it into your you dumped it down your esophagus. That's what you feel like right now. Just by eating one of these fucking lead paint sandwiches. So you feel like a piece, you feel like a piece of shit and justifiably so. You went to eat fast food, you get fast food results. And a vegan a vegan sandwich, what is a vegan sandwich made of? First of all, we know that a McDonald's hamburger, a Burger King hamburger or a KFC chicken sandwich okay, is not top quality. You're not getting top quality ingredients. You're not getting organic ingredients. That's for damn sure. You're not. You're getting these genetically modified creatures. I wouldn't even call it a chicken. I know what a chicken looks like. I can't imagine what the chickens look like from KFC. So, what you're eating, first of all, is probably not healthy for you. Then you're adding on all this extra mayonnaise, this this you know this dystopian looking lettuce, and then of course this highly glutenized uh, bun. Okay. 
you're eating something that is 110% not healthy for you to begin with. It doesn't make a difference whether it came from some some GMO chicken or for some GMO soy burger, some fake chicken shit, okay? It's not good for you, okay? Don't get me wrong, there are decent vegan alternatives, there are decent vegetarian alternatives, there are decent regular chicken alternatives. But it's on you. 100% it's on you. You went to KFC, first of all, okay? I spoke about this a couple, uh, week ago. You go to Dunkin' Donuts. You pay, you, you're basically getting shitty coffee, okay? And a lot of times, the customer service isn't all that great, okay? So what do you expect when you go to a place that makes shitty coffee with shitty service? It's not going to make a difference what at, at that point you order. It does not matter. You're going to go to KFC. They don't hire the biggest and the brightest, so they're going to screw up your order? Chances are high. So why would you even go there to begin with? Okay. And what makes and you're a vegetarian, what does your diet look like to begin with? Okay? Maybe you were sick or maybe you were coming down with, the, with something else and you ate the most disgusting thing that you could possibly order regardless whether it was chicken or vegan. What do you think the vegan burger is any healthier for you? Oh, please. First of all, you're all you're eating is high amounts of soy. All right, I just talked about that the other day. The the Burger King Impossible Burger, the Whopper, it's like 20 times more the estrogen. It's putting a ton, basically, your body's balance between estrogen and testosterone is vital to healthy development in men and in women. And when you compromise that with eating garbage food like this, especially if it's, if it's well, especially the new uh, vegan options, these impossible options, these beyond options, these plant-based options. It's not real food. It is highly genetically modified. It is highly processed, and it's unbelievably bad for you. So you're eating this, and it's and it's taking your your balance of testosterone and est- estrogen and throwing it for a loop, and your body's trying to respond to it. Like, what did you just put in my system? And now I have to figure out how to process this these preservatives, this soy, this filler, this thing that is this entity that looks looks like a duck quacks like a duck but motherfucker it ain't a duck okay so your your body number one is having a hard time to process it or two can't process it at all and you left like you said you felt sick after eating it so deservedly so you get what you paid for and you get you get the results of the effort that you put into it. You bought it. You bought a burger. You went and visited KFC. And first of all, their uh, quality of food had gone down, has been going down for the past fifteen years. Okay, and the prices only keep going up. So if your body shit, you order more shit for it. Not gonna really matter. Oh, you went to KFC for a change because they had a vegan option. Legos are vegan. You can eat those too. And first of all, when you are eating these impossible options, these vegan options, you're getting mostly soy. And if you think you're being better for yourself or being better for the environment or being better socially, you have to understand that the vast majority of soy is owned by a company called Monsanto. Monsanto makes pesticides. They they control the entire soybean market. They're huge when it comes to genetically modified organisms, uh, genetically modified foods, genetically modified plants, okay? And you can look up Monsanto. They're they're genetically modified soy. They're the one. They are the ones who are causing most of the problems. They have a huge monopoly on on soy. This is the company that um, 
has major, major issues. They've had massive, massive lawsuits. So every time you order vegan options from a restaurant, chances, no, no, not that chances are, it's almost a guarantee that the soybeans or the soy lecithin or the, uh, the soy flour, whatever it is, is in this is in the food that you're eating. Okay, even if it isn't ge- just generically generally soy, chances are the way it was fertilized. If it was fertilized, it that's the thing. When you're eating vegan food, or you're eating vegetarian food, or eating plants, how do they? Where's the compost? Where, what is it growing from? It's growing from animal shit. Stupid. So whatever you're eating. Was they used animals to fertilize the soil so that you can get your plants? Okay, and generally those plants are probably owned by Monsanto. Now, like I said, you're eating soy. Everything you're eating is soy. Whether you get it from Panera, you're getting it from KFC, you're getting it from uh, what's the big one that's coming out? I can't. Um, I can't remember. Oh. Yeah, they all have. Every single fast food restaurant has a plant-based option, and they're all absolutely horrible for you. So, okay, let's round this up. You eat like shit, but you're vegetarian or vegan. You don't take care of yourself, so you're going to feel like shit no matter what you do. You're going to be even weaker because you're not taking in any testosterone or proper cholesterol-based foods because there's a difference between the, the cholesterol that goes into your body. There's LDL, and then there's HDL. There's a whole different thing. And if your stomach is already like shit, and then you go to like, and then you go to like KFC or McDonald's or Burger King, and you get these even crappier options, it's really not going to make a difference. You're already feeling like crap. You've been down this road for the longest time. And, of course, you're buying food that is supplied by a giant monopoly known as Monsanto. 90%. Okay, soy in general is not good for you. And 90% of the soy foods in your that you're taking in come from Monsanto. Okay? Pesticides, herbicides, genetically modified food. You're eating it. You're taking it in. It's on you. Okay? 100%. So I, I can't stress the fact that you are, you think you're doing a good for the environment or doing good for yourself by eating uh, going vegan, sustainable food sources. No, you're eating shit and you're only perpetuating companies like Monsanto to continue the monopoly that it is. If there was no, and if it was no longer any value to soybeans, they would switch over. But you're eating. Look at just go up and look, go and Google the uh, the ingredients to any of these foods any of them even the one any of them just go and google them i guarantee you they have soy or uh oils that are terrible for you and you're not doing yourselves any favors so the fact that you went to this person went to kfc to order food what'd you expect it did not matter yeah they screwed up your order fucking every time i went to kfc they screw up my order so that's why I stopped going there. First of all, I also wanted to save money because I can cook myself. But what you what you expect? What did you expect by going there? So, and yeah, you're contributing to Monsanto's monopoly of soybeans, ninety percent. I don't need to. I yeah, I don't, I don't need to say anything more of that. Let me get some Q and A's. We're at twenty one minutes. Let me do a Q and A really quickly and get out of here. Let's see. All right. How can I get my mother-in-law to let me go upstairs? <laughs> How can I get Boston? Let me see here. Okay. 
Let's read one and we'll get out of here. How can I get my boss to stop hiring girls who know nothing? Our boss slash owner is in a midlife crisis and is ruining his business. His wife used to come in every day so things ran smoothly and she kept track of things. So she slowly got less involved and stopped coming in. The business had been good for about 15 years. Recently, she hired incompetent, inexperienced girls who don't deserve the jobs. He hired one of the cutesy baby doll personality but no work experience in the field. He allowed her to hire her 22-year-old girlfriend who knows nothing about anything. That's too bad. She had such potential. They are darling, of course. I have tried training them, but after months of correcting both of them, neither cares about learning and end up having to redo things. They also need to learn many other things, such as polite communication, manners, far too much to mention. If I could teach them all, teach them all to them, I wouldn't know where to start, and they don't want to learn anyway. The rest of us here are baby boomers with lots of work. Yeah. Listen, you baby boomers have caused enough problems for me as is, so why don't you shut the fuck up and stop complaining. Common sense and strong worth ethics. We need the business to continue to be successful because we need our jobs, but it won't take long take for long to, to run into the ground if he stays dazzled in his life phase. How do we show him the light short of calling his wife? There is nothing you can do other than leave. You have to understand whether he hires these fucking moron 22-year-old girls, hey, hey, be nice. And second of all, it doesn't matter. You're going to, this isn't, whether or not he's just trying to, you know, get some dazzle in his pants, it's not going to matter. It's not going to matter it, who he hires. The market right now for employ, for employment is so high. People need employees right now. And it doesn't matter whether he's, he's hiring some 22-year-old piece of ass or he's going with somebody who has a four-year degree. The amount of idiots that are coming out of college is just as high as the bimbos he's finding off the street. So let him have a, a little piece of eye candy. If it keeps him motivated, never know, you, then you never know. Maybe you'll get a little extra bonus at the end of the month. So at that point... It really is just your job to shut your mouth and do your job and nothing else. Why do you always have to complain? Just shut your mouth. It really doesn't matter at all because if they're incompetent, that's going to leave plenty of work for you and it's going to make you look more important. And then if you decide to pull back on your work a little bit, he's going to notice the difference and be like you're a value to the company or... You could do this. You could take everything you learned from that company and start your own and find a demand here so now you can make all that money and then he can suffer. What do you care who he hires? If if you can't train them, okay, fine. If you're the trainer, well, that's another thing. But I, I only see so much upside for you. If you work in a place, this is anywhere. This is in healthcare. This is in social services. This is pretty much anywhere. If you're hiring a any type of, any type of industry right now, the largest ones are hiring morons because that's the best they can find. And the value of those morons continue to increase with these $15 minimum hours, uh, $12 minimum hours. A lot of these places, they're starting hiring between uh, between $14, $15, and $17 a month. So they're trying to fire, they're trying to find the quality of, of employee. It's just not there right now. Who's that? Uh, whatever. Okay, so yeah. It, you, there's nothing you can do. You're not going to try to talk him into anything. If he's, if he's just looking for some eye candy at this point, maybe he does know his business is going into the ground. So, just let him hire who he wants. There's really, you're not going to bring it up to him. You can hire, you can offer better candidates. You can offer better candidates, but you're not going to. In this case, you're not going to teach an old dog new tricks. So my thoughts are just leave it alone and let it die and just to and just continue to work. Just continue to work. But if you really don't like it that much, then you need to start your own. All right. Well, if you're a baby boomer, then you have a business mindset 
then maybe you should go and start your own thing. I keep telling this to people. If they just want to keep complaining at their job, eventually they say, oh, well, the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Well, the squeaky wheel is also the first one to get com get replaced. So you, what you need to do is go ghost. Be completely invisible. Just keep, keep turning in results and do nothing else. There's nothing that you can say or do at this point other than just keep producing results and offer and offer up alternatives and offer options. But if he doesn't want to take him and he just wants to keep hiring me too, idiots, then go right ahead. That's perfectly fine. There's nothing else you can do at this point. Or just get the hell out of there and go find another job. There's plenty of them out there. There are. I always say there are jobs available. You could be a full-timer at one place, or you could be a part-timer at two different places, or you could start leaning into your own thing and start finding, uh, what do they call it, supplemental income. There's always plenty that you can be doing but the old guy wants to hire hot trick chicks. <laughs> what else is new? Okay. And maybe it maybe he's hiring that from your point of view, he's just hiring idiots who are hot. Maybe he's out of options and that's all that's left out there are hot idiots. So it's either idiots or hot idiots. And I guess if I mean at least take some perks out of it. Yeah, his economy is tanking, but uh, you know, at least he's got a pair of tits to stare at. It could be a number of many. Th remember, this is only from your point of view. There's nothing. There's nothing you can really do to convince him one way or another. If he's has, if he's, besides, he's this far down the road. If he's hiring like ten hotties and he's turning this place into a Hooters, and all the boomers are complaining about it, which they normally do, then you need to find something else. You just need to find something else. I really can't say anything else to you regarding that. Um, so I, I wish you luck on, on your endeavors. And I don't, uh, well, I mean, maybe if you want to be more eye candy, I suggest to you maybe get hotter too. You know, sorry. You know, th there's, that's, I mean, that's one approach. Maybe you just need to be hotter. Maybe you're just a 45-year-old uh, uh, cougar with, you know, and you're like me with scarves. You, every every ring, every finger you have is covered in some type of gold rings or whatever. And you're and you are just maybe you just need to be hotter. Maybe you're just jealous. You ever think about that? You could be just jealous. You could just be jealous. So, I guess if if it could be in any angles, be quiet, do your job, start up a new business. Okay? That's what I want to say to you. We are at 28 minutes and 41 seconds of this uh, another giant Sunday's leftover mess. I'm going to close up shop for today and finish my white chocolate coffee. Oof. This is going to be a hard diet. But I'm going to get into it. I'm going to have a six-pack by May. All right. Well, you guys have yourselves a nice day. I got to go some other work. It's freaking cold out. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get any work done outside. I'm not much of an outside person. I'm not much of a peaceful people person. But uh, you can find me on Instagram at positive underscore sarcasm. You can find me on facebook.com slash POS sarcasm. You can subscribe to the, subscribe to the new YouTube channel, positive, uh, po positive Sarcasm Podcast, and my regular YouTube channel, Positive Sarcasm. It's cold. It's hard to go out there and shoot content, but I'm working on it. I was working on one last night, but the footage just was garbage because I'm testing out some new gear. Uh, I just got a new primary camera in the mail, and I'm waiting for the new microphone to come with it, and that should be in next week. And the new gimbal, I was having some stabilization issues, so everything just looked kind of jumpy and just didn't work out. Sometimes you just got to take these unused pieces. Don't throw... I'm at this point where I'm not going to put out shitty content. Not at all. No shitty content. No more of that. Okay? Everything is going to be the best that I can possibly put out there for you guys to digest. 
Okay, it's time for me to take that to the next level. And I think my new gear is actually going to help a lot with that. But that's for another day, for another podcast, and for another cup of coffee. But until then, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on... <sighs> I think it's where you can find me. So uh, let's see. If you want to be a guest, like I said, if you want to be a guest of the podcast, you can go to positivesarcasm.com. You can... Go through all my numerous amounts of content, and you can email me directly there. But uh, my brain is dead for the day. I'm going to enjoy the rest of the Sunday figuring out what else I'm going to do. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So I will talk to you guys in a few days. Thank you for listening, watching, and subscribing. This has been a Positive Sarcasm presentation.
support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate.